Did it do it? Oh, hi. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I was threatening to flash the camera as we started. So was we're off threat? to a really classy start. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think that's never happened on this podcast, you're wrong. I've been tits out a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> tits out for St. Vincent Day. Happy St. Vincent's Day. Happy St. Vincent Day. Happy St. Vincent's Day. <laughs> Hey everyone! Happy St. Vincent Day! It's the day we celebrate our love and adoration for Sebastian St. Vincent, the hottest, dirty-talking sweetheart in asshole's clothing. Lisa Kleypas has created several heroes that Romance Lania considers the gold standard, and St. Vincent is proudly ours. We're joined by author and podcaster Jenny Nordback from The Wicked Wallflowers Club, as well as author and drunk romance history creator, Andy J. Christopher. You'll also hear small sections of our recent three-part series on Devil in Winter sprinkled throughout. So, without further ado, we give you the first episode of Wicked Drunk Bosoms, Lovers of St. Vincent. How did St. Vincent's Day come about? I don't... Did it happen on Twitter? It happened we, on yeah, Twitter. It happened, on Twitter. Oh, it happened in the group chat. Well, so Dare Craven Day has been a thing for a couple of years now, yes, right? Yeah. And We it's are been straight like, up stealing this from Faded and Mates. Completely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. We've lifted this from them. We hope they're okay with when it. When we've all just kind of quietly sat back and let the Derek Craven adoration happen. Yeah. And all the while quietly in the back of our minds being like... Mm, but is he the best? Like, right. mm, not so sure about this. And it is just no contest. Like, I don't understand how those faded mates. <laughs> is he a better man? Derek Craven? Yes. <laughs> is he nicer? Yes. Is he no, tougher? he can't possibly be nicer. He can't possibly. Just like overall, I mean, in the world, nicer. Like, more likely to go to heaven. I'm going to go craven <laughs> on this one. Is he is he better at fighting? Yes. He's, <laughs> on paper, sure. Sure. But the answer to the question is Sebastian St. Vincent. <laughs> it's hands down. I haven't yet read Dreaming of You because I'm a hot dummy. Well, here's a spoiler. He doesn't make anybody's feet warm in it. There's oh. a spoiler. There's no There's back massages. <laughs> There's no hot broth just jumping out of the weeds. No hot broths. <laughs> oh, he steals her glasses. Uh, that's all they talk about. Oh, he steals her glasses. Like, does he make her cozy? No, <laughs> he doesn't. And then I think, Aaron, was it your first time reading Devil in Winter? Yes, well, Melody Same. too. So I I never read any historicals at all before the podcast. Like as like Aaron the reader pre-podcast, not a historical reader. So I haven't read any of these like if I haven't read it for the podcast, I probably haven't read it. So I haven't read these like great historicals that stand out in people's minds as like the classics, you know, of like you have to read these claypuses, you have to read these, you know. Right. Um so I hadn't read it when Faded Mates did their I, I think Dreaming they did of you. an episode yeah. on Dreaming of You before they did their Derek Craven Day extravaganzas. I read Dreaming of You and I was like, he's fine. Like, I, you right. know, I didn't have the reaction that they did. And then, but then when I read this, <gasps> I was floored. And so I tweeted, I think for my personal account, that, that he's but I like personally apologized to Sarah and Jen and said, I cannot, I can no longer support your assessment in this in this yeah. matter. Yeah, I have to vehemently disagree. Sarah's familiar with that feeling. Yeah. Sarah's um, because Sarah's sort of been my um historical romance guru through both like my reading and writing process. And um she was like Ooh. of course you have to you have to read Dreaming of You and Devil in Winter. And so I read Dreaming of You and I was like, oh yeah, Derek Craven's great. And then I read Devil in Winter and I was like, this is more like it. And then <laughs> <laughs> this week, someone unearthed a post was like when, that I said, whenever I want to fuck with Sarah McLean, I 
tell her I can't choose between Derek Craven and St. Vincent. I want both. And honestly, I want both. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I have a theory of like um, male, male, female romance where swords cross that there's always like the, like the damaged sad hero and like the louch sort of like reformed rake hero. Oh yeah. And Derek Craven and St. Vincent are both like the archetypes for me. Also, you know, Steve Rogers and Bucky mm-hmm. Barnes, the archetypes for me. Yes. Right. So it's it's always like it's either Stucky Peggy or So you would want to write maybe something where these two swords cross. I'm just saying if there's a fanfic to be written. Yeah. Is there a fanfic in our future? I guess is what I'm wondering. <laughs> Make the penises kiss. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not saying no. It would be heavily altered, <laughs> but it like I feel like all of like my MMF sort of like that's like my one true thruppling uh-huh. would be Devil in Winter Dreaming of You fanfic. I love it. We can't wait to read it. And we're so glad that you've promised um, that you will write it. Yep. I'm so glad. That I'm so glad made you made a, this solemn vow. A solemn vow. <laughs> Blood oath. Katie Robert has set completely unrealistic expectations for this because you have Katie Robert on a podcast and you're like, Hot Jafar, give, give me a Hot Jafar book. And like two right. weeks later, there's a book. One. Just oh like God. in your inbox and it's good to go. So Andy, this is the expectation. I'm yeah. sorry Katie has ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is what it is now. I have to write like another book that I'm under contract for, but like, you know, this summer. <laughs> I'm happy you're making plans. Listen, I'm glad we're making actual plans for this. All right. Aaron was about to get us on track there. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm yes. The taskmaster. Okay. So why is Sebastian St. Vincent so great? Topic number one. Why? <laughs> What is the reason why? He's Hades, right? Like he is. this is Hades and Persephone. Yep. And I there is nothing that gets me more than a Hades and Persephone story. Give it to Same. me in any form and I am a puddle on the fucking floor. Completely agree. Yep. So yep. like yep. at its absolute core for me it's Hades and Persephone and I'm done like from the get go. And he's like she's virginal, she's innocent, she's boring, she's everything. I have never, ever wanted in a woman. And it says because he was debauched, amoral, and perversely proud of it. Hell yeah. And I just, you know, uh-huh. just in my whole bones, it's a boner, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but then when I was rereading it, I was like, is it morality chain? I think it might arguably be morality chain. Like, he's bad and he's only really good for her. Like, he... Will he changes himself a little bit and like makes choices based upon her happiness, but it kind of goes against that fundamental badness within him. Oh. And I like that. Like I'm a fucking sucker for that too. So those are those are my immediate answers. I'll let somebody else step in. I kind of had to twist myself in a knot to make it not a morality chain because I don't like a morality chain, but I think maybe that's, <laughs> I think you're right, Jenny. But I like to think that he's like fundamentally good. He just acts bad. Same. Like that That's it's not take. his fighting against his bad nature be good to her, but the opposite. Like he he's he's a warm cookie center with like a, a hard candy shell. Gooey center, cookie center. I would like a cookie in a shell. That would be a delicious dessert. <laughs> I don't think it exists, but it would be. Um, but yeah, I think I want to think that he's good and he's he's just like at a veneer. I think he experiences real character growth on page, which is like so Mm -hmm. different from a lot of like sort of alpha heroes that you, the character growth you see is that, that they like start to experience feelings as not like something they have to run away from. And I think same Mm -hmm. thing, like he, he also is like, Oh, having a job is good. (laughs) Right. Caring for people in the vicinity is good. So I, I just had this one quote where as he's telling her all the changes he's making, she says um, she got the feeling of bringing a tame cat and watching it transform into a tiger <laughs> mm-hmm. right in front of her eyes. She says, I thought you hated work. And he said, so I did. But I feel like I should try it at least once just to be certain, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. And like, I think you see like that sort of growth in like the Lisa Kleypas, like cinematic universe where he is like sort of a mentor to Cam Rohan. Mm-hmm. And 
like you see him becoming sort of this like benevolent patriarch in a way that's not the patriarchy. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Um, in this like really lovely way. Um, so he goes from being like sort of a, t- like he's like just living on, he's surfing on the wave that patriarchy has given him by being this like rake to becoming sort of like a benevolent mm-hmm. father figure to a larger group of people through his love for Evie. She's like naked on the bed and stuff and he's over her and he does this whole monologue about how he thought he wasn't a family man, Mm -hmm. but he thinks he could do all of that with her. He wants to have a baby. He wants to have a baby that then grows up and fucks in other books, you know? Yes. That's what he wants. Like the hero he is. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I think like he really experiences like a really sort of beautiful character growth on page. And it, it is partially morality chain because he's only growing. He's only becoming a better person because he f- is falling in love with Evie. Yeah. At, at the very least, he's dropping that veneer. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, he is, he is like, he's discovering who he is. Through his love. Most definitely. I think that Evie gives him a reason to drop the veneer of the bad boy act, you know, because that's been, I always looked at it as that's been his coping mechanism for all of the shit that he went through as a very privileged gentleman. But like, you know, there's he's got some crazy abandonment issues. Oh, God, I love a hero with abandonment issues. I'm so sorry, everyone. God, I love it. <laughs> but like all of his siblings died. That's a whole. Like, uh, yeah. He was plucked out of the family. And then while he was away, everyone died. Like that's going to yes. really mess with you. Yeah, Absolutely. You know how I feel about a rich, sad boy, Melody. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> you know how I feel about a rich, sad boy, and especially one that has to do things that he doesn't want to do. No, he doesn't want to, but he's gotta. Yeah. Or he really wants to do the bad thing, but he can't because love has made him a better person. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I think that he created all of these defense mechanisms to say... I don't give a fuck. How dare, like, I don't need anyone. I don't need anything because then nobody can hurt him. And then he meets Evie and he realizes, oh God, if I just, if I just take care of her and I make her cozy and I bring her hot toddies, just the joy on her face gives me life. And that's, that's, it's like you watch him blossom in front of you and it's so fun. And I also, I love a reformed rake. I love I love the guy who walks in and he's like, I can do any business on your clit that you want, that I want, really. I, you know, I'm with it. I can do it. I'll do it all. Do you need a finger somewhere? I'm into it. Somewhere. Do you want me to finger <laughs> somewhere? Really? Just tell me where you want my finger. The whole of your choosing, my love. I love That's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I do want to say I agree with Jenny about the Hades Persephone thing. And oh, one yeah. of our, when when I asked for uh for stuff to talk about in this episode, one of our um listeners, Sam, said, I want you guys to talk about how it's a Hades Persephone story. So you're yeah. not alone in that. That is one of the things that they told us to talk about. Okay. New topic. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Okay. How do you celebrate St. Vincent Day? And then I have some people. Some some people made suggestions. Would you like to hear the suggestions? Yes. 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 All right. Lizzie says it should be a day where you like take care of your partner or your best friend in a bit. Like you do their self-care for them. Like you bring them their self-care items. You tuck them in. You make them cozy. You bring them a tea. (laughs) That kind of a thing. Leah suggests it's like a snuggling in with something warm day. Like you get you get that hot break for your feet. Like you snuggle in, you curl up. But I I really like both of those. But I really like the like doing self care for others. Um, yeah, sort of day. Like, like a Valentine's day self care on people. Yeah, <laughs> force that is what he does though, right? Yes. Evie, you have to eat. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> oh hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap 
every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. I think self-care is really just sort of like the best thing you can do to celebrate St. Vincent yeah. Day, especially now um, when we're still holding tight for a few more weeks in lockdown. And But like spring has sprung, um, but we're still sort of in that dark night of like, you know, dark part of winter in our souls at least. So, you know, like glass of wine, hot bath. Yes. I don't know the feasibility of like hot bricks under your feet. But um, anything that like warms you up inside, I'm into it. And also, I mean, I mean, buy a sex toy. I mean, that that's what Saint Vincent would send you if you were locked alone someplace. I think um, get yourself to the Laura DiCarlo store or to the Lilo store online and get yourself something something lovely. Absolutely, and that's a self care that you can also force on others. I've got sex toys in my sound booth. There we go. <laughs> they just sent me one of their new warming ones. And I was like, where do I stash this that my kids aren't going to be like? That's perfect. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. In the audio medium, I am holding up a sex toy. <laughs> Jenny, we know why you have your sex toy in your soundproof booth. You don't have to say you're right? storing it away. It's Come on, fine. Jenny. We you're understand. You're among friends. Yes. You can talk to us. Also, I love the fact that it's a warming sex toy during the St. Vincent episode. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Get yourself a warming sex toy. on brand we will force that upon you as good saint vincent day friends we are andy (laughs) well have you ordered your warming sex toy yet (laughs) the next uh topic was what are good saint vincent's day gifts for your friends and and partner there you go uh, partners and i think warming sex toy is absolutely perfect (laughs) it is it there is. were suggestions like fuzzy socks, but I really feel yeah, like we hit that. the nail on the head. <laughs> we, we, yeah, went a little past that. I mean, it's hard to come back from that. And I don't know why I keep on thinking like on St. Vincent Day, you should just always have a uh, like a crock pot of whiskey apple cider going or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, the next one of the things that they were talking about. So we have like a spinoff group from our Facebook group that is just about like cocktails. Yeah. It's called Heaving Bosoms Booze Cruise. So in the cocktail group, they were talking about what the perfect St. Vincent's Day cocktail would be. And there are a lot of recipes and suggestions, but a lot of them do involve scotch and apple cider. They're all warm. They're almost all warm. Oh, nice. Yes. A lot of hot toddies in here. Yeah. Apparently, there's also a St. Vincent Island that produces rum. There's like a rum distillery. Is that what happens to yeah. rum? Uh-huh. I don't know a lot about rum, alcohol. Rum gets distilled. Yeah, yeah. So there were a lot of like get a St. Vincent rum and put it in there. A lot Ooh. of good stuff for St. Vincent cocktails. So maybe we can post that somewhere. Yeah, we'll post it. We'll post yeah. it on all our, our socials or whatever. Moving on. So Faded Mates on their Derek Craven episode talked about things that Derek Craven would never do. Yeah. One of those things is not not strangulation, but we'll just move on from that. <laughs> okay, no, 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 wait. We have to do strangulation because funny story. <laughs> All right. When this first came about, we were, I don't, I think this might have been on Instagram by this point. I don't remember, but we were mm-hmm. talking and I don't was it Aaron or Melody who it came about that like Andy was gonna come be on the show and one of you was like if you back out I'll strangle you and I had forgotten <laughs> that line was in the book and I was like whoa too much too much like what the fuck what and then and then you jumped back in and clarified like you reminded me of the I line felt like from the, the strangling book. quote was fine I didn't actually remember it but I thought it was fine and honestly that's when I thought I was like I'm gonna be I'm gonna force Mel and Aaron to be my friends. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! 
Yeah. That, hey, by that the way, is part of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, go Melody. So yeah. that was Melody. And I, I very, I was just like, I must strangle you. And then Aaron <laughs> is the one who circled back to be like, hi guys. Um, just to let you know. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. But when this thing came about, secret code, <laughs> and we were talking, when this thing came about, and we were talking to probably just Jenny at the time. Like, I don't remember. I, I should have gone, I should have circled back and seen how, like, this whole thing evolved. It doesn't matter. But Melody texted me at some point and said, this might be the way that we get to be friends with Andy Jake. Yeah, I did. I She's literally like, so said that. So stay on her and see if we can. Like, <laughs> I was like, this, this might be our end. end. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is it. Our moment has arrived. <laughs> I swear. And I was like, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. And she's like, stay on this. We can get her. We can get her to be our friend. So, yeah, that is how much we want you to be our friend. We uh-huh. will strangle you if you back out. <laughs> oh, I was incredibly all in with this whole plan to do St. Vincent Day. And I was like, we need a group chat. Like, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You're going to regret that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Faded Mate says the the Derek Craven would never thing. So we started saying St. Vincent would always. And so we got a bunch of people saying things that St. Vincent would always do. Uh-huh. So I have a few of them to read. And if anyone else would like to think of some things that St. Vincent would always do, please chime in. Assume the best. Yeah. They'll always give you the best, you know? <laughs> Lord St. Vincent would always. Would always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I thought of for St. Vincent would always was like, he would always get you a snack at the gas station. Always. And, and that is something that H.B. Uh, Chelsea said in her list. So I think that is like maybe a universal St. Vincent would always. He, he always has snacks, it seems like. Uh-huh. Small sandwiches. And things for you to snack on. He's always going to make sure that your plate is full at the buffet. Yes. And that is the kind of man that you want. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then he, and he tries to kiss and then he's about to do the, the more things. But then her tummy rumbles and he's like, oh, my God, I must feed her immediately. I, I have feed to her. I have to see to all of her needs, including but not limited to her empty stomach. Which, again, sweeter words have never been stated. I hear you. H.B. Ann says St. Vincent would always wash his hands and scrub under his nails. Oh, (laughs) very true. Andy, do you have one? Okay. St. Vincent would always tell you your ex was trash. Yes. Almost definitely. Especially if if they dumped you. Um, St. Vincent would be adamant about tearing this person apart. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. And I think he might even, like, try to fight your ex, but, like, it probably wouldn't work out that well. (laughs) And that's something I find so charming about him. (laughs) Aerith loves that. Oh, I love a man that would just get the shit kicked out of him for you. (laughs) Yeah. Possibly physically, but definitely socially. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Whisper campaign for days. I definitely think he would use his social status to destroy an ex <laughs> to win your favor for sure he would never know what happened either like he would it would be like one day he was totally accepted everywhere and then the next day no one would talk Total to him and pariah. he wouldn't even know why yeah totally 100 yeah st vincent's slick like that oh my god that just made my heart flutter <laughs> 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 do you have more Andy? I think also St. Vincent would always – he first of all, he would always have slept with at least one of your friends. <laughs> and, and he definitely would have slept with your nemesis. I see um, that. And he might, like, use your animosity towards that person to, like, get inside your brain <laughs> and see what made you tick. He might tell you that person was better in bed, even if they weren't. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like I would respond to that well. Like, yeah. I feel like I would, it would meet work. that challenge. Yeah, it would be the challenge for sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would I would meet that challenge. I don't know. <laughs> um, And it, it seems like a real shitty thing to do. It is. But I, I don't know. It works for me. I like it. You're in the right place. You're amongst friends. As I drink from my water bottle with my Slytherin sticker. <laughs> All right. I have more. Okay. Laura says, obviously, St. Vincent would always make sure you finish first. I think that's a given. Oh, come on. And multiple times. Yeah, I was going to say that. And then I was like, I, that's pointless. Multiple like. times. <laughs> come on. Carla had one that I really liked. He, she said, 
he would know your dress size and which silhouette is most flattering. And then he would buy you that dress and then invent a special occasion for you to wear it at. Oh, <laughs> I really yeah. like the idea of like, not only does he get you a nice dress, he makes the party for you to wear the nice oh. dress at. That's very safe. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I totally agree with that. This one is apt. Uh, Erica says he would get you the vaccine by any means possible. That's right. <laughs> yes. You would be first to be vaccinated if you were <laughs> St. Vincent's girlfriend. St. Vincent would always make you wear a mask. Yes. There was there were a lot of like COVID associated St. Vincent would always is because I, I you know, the heroine's an anti-masker and right. he is he is very um, pro-science. Anyway, he tells her about germs. Yeah. And she is incredulous. She's like, She's oh, mad. I'm sorry. Like oh, little, little, little tiny animals are going to crawl into my nose and make me, <laughs> make me haunt me with a disease. Come, come on. <laughs> so he's like, you can't go into his room anymore. Like you can't. No, if you he go, doesn't say that. You've got to be like real careful and stuff. He says, I'm going to limit your time with him. You have to have the door and all the windows open. And if you're going to get close to him, I need you to wear a kerchief over your nose and mouth. And she is like raging mad and she's like, you can't make me be safe and sensible. You're no better than the Mavericks. Freedom, states' rights, and like other <laughs> stuff, you know. She, <laughs> she's just, she's so rights. mad. States' rights. It's my, I get to choose. So there were a lot of like St. Vincent would keep you safe from airborne diseases um, St. Vincent would make sure, <laughs> he, would, he would go out into the world and do the grocery shopping for you in a pandemic sort of things. St. Vincent would always make you drink your water. Yes. Totally. He would keep you hydrated for sure. He would just enter a room suddenly with your water bottle because you left it in the kitchen. Did my husband do that twice today for me? Yes. Oh, That's true. That's the thing that happened. <laughs> and it keeps me hydrated, but it's like aggressive. It's very yeah. like, how much water have you drinking today? <laughs> it's rough. Well, and I'm thinking about this stuff and I'm like, my husband does these things and I get mad at him. <laughs> like, I'm a fucking grown up. Leave me alone. (laughs) But when St. Vincent does it to Evie, I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Chelsea says St. Vincent would always clear the snow off your car. Yeah. He would always make sure your tea stays hot, which I think is um, 100% true. Like I always let my tea get cold and then I have to re-microwave it or, you know. Put to do a kettle. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> British HPs. I didn't. I don't know. I have to put my tea back in the microwave. So I feel like St. Vincent would do that for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought of what my husband does. He would always put gas in your car. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. I went like always. a year recently without putting gas in my car because my <sighs> husband would just like, he just, ta- I don't even know when he does it. So, like, he just takes it and it mysteriously is full. And I got to the point where I like stopped checking how much gas was in my car <laughs> because he, it just was something he took care of. Like, I didn't have to think about it. It's like magic. Oh, it's so nice. I am roasting. I'm taking my pants off. Do you it. guys can't see it's fine saint vincent would always jenny i think the best thing about all of these things though was would be like the thing that makes my heart flutter for no reason i don't understand it and this is a weird look into my brain is that not only would he do these things but then it would be like he would like be like no i don't want to like or like oh i hated doing yeah that. i can't or, like can't believe you forced me into this <laughs> That's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. He's like, I was just, I was microwaving tea anyway is why I did it. It's so true. (laughs) No, I will say there are a lot of moments where um, this is a look into my relationship dynamic too. Michael doesn't just bring me my water and set it down. He does it and he does a little bit of a chastise afterwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I... Love it. <laughs> I love it. He'll look at me and he'll go, take care of yourself. What? I shouldn't have to do this. And I'm like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you are. So. <laughs> I'm always so indignant about the hydration thing. Like, I feel like David's like, anytime I have a complaint, I'm like, my throat is sore. I'm sleepy. My head hurts or whatever. He's like, how much water have you had today? And I'm like, no, I am legit sick. I'm sick in a real way. And it's not just water. And like, how dare you blame this on me? And then I drink water and then I'm well. But then I have to like pretend to continue you're to like, be sick. Yeah. I have to be like, it didn't work. I'm still sick, David. So look who is the winner. It almost always works. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm I'm the water person in the relationship. Oh, Is there okay. like one water person in every relationship <laughs> who's like <laughs> drinks a fucking and my husband only drinks La Croix. Like it, <laughs> Okay. Like five of them a day. Like he it's a substitute for water. And I'm like, it's not water. And he's like, it's the same as water. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> Wacko La Croix people are all addicted and I want to know why. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Casting. And I just want to say, we finally, well, we meaning Melody and I, yes, finally arrived at the conclusion that there is no perfect St. Vincent That's casting. Right. That you That's can right. cast the St. Vincent that you want to see in the world. That's because right. we put out who should St. Vincent be on in our Facebook group, and it got wild in there. It was great. Because we were really limiting ourselves to like blonde white men with blue eyes or whatever, like curly blonde hair of a certain age. Would you like to know what he looks like? I would. When she gets back to the room, she does think about him Mm. and what he did look like. Mm -hmm. He, Sebastian, Lord St. Vincent, was the complete opposite of her dream lover. Yeah, because she's dumb right now. She oh, so she's dreamed of having like a sensitive nice boy who doesn't care about her stammer. Who likes take dogs her into and his her ar- yeah. Take him in uh, take her into his arms and be like I don't care about your stammers. I just want to like be your boyfriend or whatever. I just want to like pet your hair and hold you by the fire, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the kind of person she wants. And, and she doesn't know better. That's the kind of person that he is. Though. I know, but then he'll also <gasps> spank you a little and dick you real good. Yeah, and threaten to strangle you when he's done all those threatens to strangle which really you know can heighten things in the bedroom the sexiest line in this whole book is i'll kill her myself we're not (laughs) there yet we're not there god my heart (laughs) soared okay sebastian lord saint vincent was the complete opposite of her dream lover there was nothing kind sensitive or remotely boyish about him he Mm -hmm. was a predator who undoubtedly oh. liked to toy with his prey before killing it. Uh-huh. Staring at the empty chair where he sat, Evie thought about how St. Vincent had looked in the firelight. He was oh, tall boy. and lean, his body a perfect frame for elegantly simple clothes that provided a minimum of distraction from his tawny handsomeness. His hair, the <sighs> antique gold of a medieval icon, was thick and slightly curly with streaks of pale amber caught in the rich locks. His pale blue eyes glittered like rare diamonds from the necklace of an ancient empress beautiful eyes that showed no emotion when he (laughs) smiled the smile itself was enough to steal the breath from one's body the sensuous cynical mouth the flash of white teeth oh Uh saint vincent was a dazzling man and he well knew it and i well know it lisa thank you we got we got it we got it (laughs) that paragraph was enough we understand now (laughs) point taken and like that's not necessary no. People were casting women. People were casting. Yeah. It was all over the place. And I don't know great. why. Why did we limit ourselves? So That's right. If you're, say, are you, you guys are uh, Tom Hiddleston stands, right? Um, I, I think it's Tom Hiddleston for me because of Night Manager. If you've seen the Night Manager, you know he's just so insouciant in that role. And then there's the part where he like, lifts Elizabeth to Becky up and like pushes her up against the wall and I feel like that's a real a real St. Vincent move oh yeah (laughs) I think modern day St. Vincent might be a spy because I think it would utilize his his skills and he could like dress well and drink in fancy places and so I I kind of see Tom Hiddleston as as a St. Vincent I mean I know people expect me to cast Chris Evans Mm -hmm. as every hero, but I I don't think it's right. And I also, I never, um, I love to look at him, but I never want to hear him do a British accent. I feel like I'm one of of the people that didn't find Chris Evans attractive at all until Knives Out. Okay. So I feel like if he were to be a St. Vincent without a British accent, it would be good for me. But most other Chris Evanses, I'm not, I'm not really there for. Mm. But you said- who was it that had the dream that Charlize Theron was St. Vincent? Was that Natalie Mel or somebody no, else? Oh, Natalie. Natalie. Charlize Theron would be a great St. Vincent. I feel like I can't switch the gender 
when I'm reading, like uh-huh. in the book, I can't switch that image in my head. If it was just like a fantasy, you know, with my warming sex toy, then sure. yeah, by all means, I could like <laughs> get Kate Blanchett to embody St. Vincent sure, and it sure. would totally work for me. But yeah, I kind of like Skarsgård, which uh-huh. again, I don't know that I've heard Skarsgård do a British accent, but I just he, he has the like the voice. Eric Northman like demeanor, mm-hmm. I like this yeah. sort of bad wicked boy who will like but is actually gooey at the center and just mm-hmm. needs like the right woman to pull it out of him yeah i i can see saint vincent in that so Skarsgård, yes Skarsgård, hiddleston yes. like night manager hiddleston maybe this is a movie i need to see because i have no, never yeah. oh my god Oh no! It, that's where yeah. the, I don't think it's I've the seen same thing movie. as Chris Evans. It's okay. a it's a mini series, okay. and it's oh. that's when I was like, oh, he could do Bond. Like, totally. and oh. I think same like he oh. comes. I think he plays Loki as like that sort of skinny, scrawny, whatever. Yeah. And in real life, he's like, isn't he like six four and built or something? Like, yeah, he's not a little dude. My problem with the night manager is I find him super hot in it, but I would still fuck Hugh Laurie before Tom Hiddleston. So, and like Hugh Laurie is the baddie in that movie, and Hugh Laurie as a baddie is just like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like here's my problem with a lot of the casting choices because we got a lot of people saying like guys who are really super built in like hulking kind of guys, which I feel like Skarsgård can be sometimes depending Mm. on. Like, not so much in True Blood, but in other roles, I've seen him get, like, really... Well, in, like, Tarzan. like, Tarzan, yeah. What was the one where he was... uh, The Army movie or the miniseries or whatever that was on HBO. But, like, I've seen him get really muscly, and, like, that's a hard no. And I feel like a St. Vincent has to look like he doesn't enjoy physical labor in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) Who was your guy, Aaron? I can't ever remember his name because I don't think I've seen him in anything, but when you showed me that clip of him in the Hunger Games whatever, I was like, oh yeah, I get this. Yeah, so, well, my friend, so HB Jackie was like, oh, what about Sam Claflin who played Finnick in the Hunger Games? And I was like, sure, but then, but then when when we started thinking about it. When the walls came down of like it doesn't have to be a blonde, curly haired white guy, then then like my horizons really like expanded because the truth for me is that for me it's Tom Ellis from Lucifer. Sure. But Tom I kept being like, well, Tom if Ellis? he were blonde though. I, I need a <laughs> I need a moment with this. <laughs> I, think just, I think we just changed Andy's world. I mean, he is the devil. Did we did we break Andy? <laughs> I'm rethinking the whole thing now. <laughs> to me, that's St. Vincent. And so if we can have a brunette, then that's my guy. All right. Fair enough. Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Wood Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. Melody, do you have a favorite? I'm all over the place. Like, all over the place. HB Becky, I think, is completely right. She said Raul Coley. He's... Oh, God, he's so wonderful. He's Southeast Asian. He's British. And let's see, what's he been in? He's been in iZombie. Look, this is him. Hot. Oh, 
Oh, oh yeah. Hi. And he's, he does <laughs> he does sarcastic. I mean, he's just like the perfect sarcastic British man. And it's and he's also, especially in iZombie, he's very he's the M.E. in iZombie. And so he's very like wants to be there, but but he's really just a soft boy, you know, and I God, I love I love I love a guy who like really wants to get in there, but is just a soft boy. 100%. So him, uh, I'm I'm really liking a slim down Idris Elba. No. No, absolutely not. That's no the way. thing again. I feel like he likes lifting things and doing things. Yeah, I'm not going to buy him as like a lazy aristocrat. Idris Elba, I think he's more of a Derek Craven for me. He oh, is. Oh, you're right. I think of him in Luther yeah, as Luther. sort of this like broken guy who's like going to get down in the yeah. muck. He and is he's, a date. Yeah. He's going to like grunt and he's definitely going to steal your spectacles. He's definitely a Derek Craven for me. You're right. You're right. He's a Derek Craven. You're right. Okay. And here is my, here is where, where my brain just is lately. And that is Hyun Bin uh, from Crash Landing on You. <laughs> he's I don't cast him in anything always now. <laughs> it's all I think about. He's so perfect. And we have oh. another 16 weeks of this. I was doing it for Patreon. And it's all I think about. I know. So and he's hot. God and 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 in Crash Landing on You, he plays this guy who's very like, I don't know what you want from me, but let me tie your hair up. I guess. Mm-hmm. Jeez, let me let me just put your hair into a beautiful ponytail. How dare you get away and from me, Melody? You're not oh. even there yet. You're not even there yet. Like it's oh so God. frustrating me that you haven't finished this series. You're not even there. Anyway, um, yeah, I I completely agree with that. He is a Saint Vincent. He is. Yes, I feel like there are many Saint Vincents. Yeah. And so I mean, now that we've broken with him having to be a blonde dude, I think Henry Golding would oh, be yeah. amazing St. Vincent. It, like he's incredibly handsome and I'm thinking about him in like Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, and yeah. He's just sort of like he's just sort of so effortless and stylish. And I really think of of St. Vincent as a completely effortless and stylish. Oh, my God. Man. I get all I saw him in person. <gasps> what? I went Almost to the Milan premiere with uh with Maureen and Maureen and I were trying to take a selfie and he walked past and we were both just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like Oh my did god. Did you get him in the picture? Were you no. like turning to like make sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, Henry Golding boy. Yeah, I'm still all fluttery. Um, there were there were some campaigns for Oscar Isaac. There were th- it was all over the place. Everybody has their own Saint Vincent. It seemed like it was it was really nice to see that like everyone has their own idea. Oscar Isaac. I don't know. He might be a Derek Haven for me too because I think he could do it. I think he's so versatile though. I my my barometer is like can they slink or not slink? Yeah, and I feel like slink? Oscar Isaac could slink if he wanted I mean, to. I don't see. St. Vincent as like a spanker. I mean, and I'm thinking about this specific thing. Like Oscar Isaac and Marissa Tomei did this play read along during the beginning of lockdown. And he was like spanking her in it. And I just don't know if I see him <laughs> as a spanker. I don't think St. Vincent is a spanker. Mm, I don't know. Andy, I'm so sorry. No, you're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big wrong right now. <laughs> this whole setup. Just, then when she takes her hand away, he like huskily says, that's right, obey your husband. And I was like, oh, God. Woo! Sebastian St. Vincent. Doesn't he in Devil in Spring, doesn't he like come upon old, like older Evie like doing, she's like bent over yes. something and he, isn't there like some kind of role play? He, he's like pretending uh-huh. he, she's the maid and he's like found her uh-huh. in there or something. Like, I don't yes. know. I think. I feel like he would spank you if you were bad. I feel like if you would. were like at the yeah. ball and you yeah. like talked you to a man. You need to drink your water. Yeah, you need to drink water. Or like okay, you right. so you like flirted uh-huh. with somebody in front of him or something. Like I feel like that could be a fun game. I feel like he could. He would take you behind a potted plant and he would spank you. He <laughs> would. <laughs> Especially if he knew if he knew that you would like that. He oh, would yeah. do anything. Oh yeah, that would make you happy. St. Vincent is, is GGG all the way. I was I was wrong. St. Vincent is a spanker. And 
I still think Oscar Isaac is a little bit more of a Derek Craven, but but yeah, the spanking definitely. I I, I retract my statement. I watched that video enough times to try and decide whether Oscar Isaac was a stingy or a thuddy spanker. Ooh. I was like, what's he doing with his hand there? <laughs> I need to know. He's giving me information and I need to know. What did you what did you call? Yeah. Thuddy. I'm getting thuddy, thuddy out of him. Yeah, which Buddy. would be my preference. You my know, preference as well. yeah, yeah, it's mine as nobody, well. Nobody, nobody wants stingy. Wait, I mean, I people do, but I don't. I have a question. How? How? What's the? What's the hand movement that gets thuddy, not stingy? I mean, it would. Part of it is going to be in your wrist. Okay. Like if you a firmer wrist oh. is going to get like right. you're getting more force of the arm versus like if you kind of yep. let the wrist. Yeah, he like okay. more of a, right. like okay. that's okay. gonna get you more sting. Okay. So okay. he had a pretty, he had a strong wrist strong going wrist. on there. Okay. Also, uh-huh. like how you're cupping the hand, of course. So uh-huh. you can kind of palm it or uh-huh. go flat. Okay. Um, and if you're hitting with like tip of the fingers versus like getting the meaty sure. part of your hand in there, yeah. and he was really going after the meaty part of the you're hand. You're gonna want that. So, meaty it's like part. a cheerleader clap. How you try to have that like air between your hands mm-hmm. so Ooh, that like, yeah. the clap is louder. You guys been cheerleaders? Probably not. No. No, No, but I have seen a many of them. I was asked to leave if that gives me any credit on the Zoom call. (laughs) I was asked to no longer be a cheerleader. All right. Well, I'm like, I'm like at my list. um, I'm at the end of the topics. There are a couple things that I want to put out for St. Vincent's Day. Like we, one of the girls in our group, Haley made a St. Vincent's playlist on Spotify. Yeah. And like, there are a few other things, the cocktail recipes and stuff. But as far as talking points, like, I'm pretty done. This is, is there, perfect. Is there anything? Yeah, I feel like I have to mention, I just got my shirt from Linda's Etsy oh, store. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Linda Watson, the Linda line on Etsy. And she did the St. Vincent would always and it's got Hiddleston. Yeah. Um, and I love it. So I'm, well, by, by the that. time this is out, I will be wearing the shit out of it. Yes. So. Yes. Um, I'll be wearing my shirt for it. And then. Thank you for mentioning that. Okay. Andy is really bad at not plugging her own work. So right. I feel Let's like I have her. to jump do in it, and Jenny. be like, if you have not read Andy's work yet, you first have of to. all, just I I don't know what to tell you, but just go start reading. You have to Secondly, read Andy's books. You could start anywhere and you would be fine. I mean, we if you're in the mood for just like something quick and dirty, we were talking earlier about the fact she has a Christmas novella that's a menage and it is a fucking filthy delight. Um, it was such a highlight of my Christmas tide season. <laughs> Christmas tide. Not the girl you marry is is also a great place to start. Ooh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is the book that notoriously brought me to tears when I tried to explain to Andy how much I loved the character. Yep. So she made a dominatrix cry during the podcast <laughs> in front of her editor. Oh. <laughs> Like in person, just totally mortified myself being like, I just, I loved this character so much. So that's a good place to start. Um, I am in the middle of the one that's not out yet called Hot Under His Collar. And it is a sexy priest. It's a sexy priest. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Well, and Andy, you also have drunk romance history, right? Um, Yeah. So I do this thing pretty much every Saturday um, during like the happy hour, like 5 p.m. or so. Sometimes I do it a little bit earlier um, called Drunk Romance History. And it's on my Instagram at author Andy J. And I just do sort of a live free for all on a bananas romance book with another author, um, you know, podcasting friends, people who are involved in romance who I'm friends with because I really wanted to – sit around at a bar and tell stories about bananas romance books that, you know, we've read. That's like something I really miss about conferences. And so um, Instagram Live kind of gives me a chance to do that. Um, Our most recent episode um, that aired last Saturday, it started out with uh, with some girlfriends, Nisha Sharma and Alexis Daria, just kind of chit-chatting. And then Kristen Callahan joined us and joined me. And we talked about Slave to Sensation and um, Angel's Blood by Nalini Singh. And that was super fun. And you got to see her at her beach house. And it was great. I loved it. And I'm going to continue doing it. And then I also, yeah, I also write books. <laughs> Perfect. 
and listen to Wicked Wallflowers. Anything else besides just Wicked Wallflowers you want to plug, yeah. Jenny? I guess I will plug my most recent projects are doing Katie Roberts' Taboo series mm-hmm. in audio. Hell and yes. It's just been like fucking joy to record. Like, Yay. It's, uh, they're so good and just like yeah. so dirty, but like emotional and the most recent one that's not out yet is so angsty it's like a guardian book and it's it's so good so dirty and emotional is a great way to describe those yeah it's so good so audiobooks are super slow to actually make it to the market once they're done but i think by the time this comes out your dad will do might be out okay um so that's the place to start but cool yeah all right and I guess I think we're releasing this as our Wicked Wallflowers episode yeah. that week as well. Cool. So Heaving Bosoms is the the other thing we're plugging here. If you don't already listen <laughs> oh, to yeah. them, I don't. There, I wasn't really thinking about over, it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, listen to Heaving Bosoms. <laughs> do it. We're fun. Okay, <laughs> we do fun things over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I really, this is this. I'm so excited to be on. Um, with heaving bosoms as well as um, one of the wicked wallflowers. Um, I listen to heaving bosoms a lot. I listened to the devil in winter episodes when I was moving into Uh my new apartment and it made it seem like I had friends with me, which is um, a a welcome sensation during the, uh, during the pandemic. And I just, I, it was hilarious. I I felt like I was talking to people. I'm like, these people, these, these women really get me. Thank you. We're Thank so you glad so much. You've decided to be our best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Under threat of strangulation. You probably need to set boundaries now. Yep. Um, yep. If you want to. <laughs> we they love call a boundary. Melody the octopus for a reason. We love a well stated boundary, you know? <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, happy St. Vincent Day. Happy St. Vincent's Day. Happy St. Vincent Day. Share your St. Vincent's all over the internet. (laughs) 100%. We want to see your St. Vincent castings. Yes. Share your St. Vincent's. Your St. Vincent gifts, your St. Vincent celebrations, your St. Vincent selfies. Give them to us. Hashtag St. Vincent's Day. We're very excited about it. Yes. All right. All right. Well, get your vibrators. Yeah. <laughs> get the warming kind. The warming Be cozy. Time. Be cozy. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye ladies. <laughs>